Welcome back to Stories with My Muslim Mom. I am your host, Ali Sultan. And with me, as always, the very beautiful, my co-host. Mona Shamsan. Did you tell me not to do that? Is that what you were saying? <laughs> yeah? Yeah. <laughs> you don't like the intro? I like it. I'm, I'm saying just do, don't, do, don't do it too much. <laughs> don't do too like much. Like you did last time. Oh, what did I do last time? Uh, I gave you a lot of compliments. You're too humble. You're too modest. <laughs> um, you know, uh, this is a special episode. It is being filmed by Fox 9. Wink, 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 wink. That's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened is we recorded then our Fox 9 episode. Um, and then um, uh, we're not going to blame anybody. With, but somebody forgot to press record. Greg. Uh, that's you, Greg. And um, uh, we had bad audio, so we're going to redo certain parts of this, but we want to make it organic. But I want to ask you, uh, how did it feel, by the way? You, 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 I told you you're going to do, you're going to be on Fox 9, but you thought it was just the podcast part. You didn't realize you're going to do a one-on-one interview on the camera, right? Yeah. You never told me that part. I, I thought, I thought you, when I, when I said there was an interview, I thought you're going to understand that that was going to embody that part too. Mm. But how? how I wasn't knowing that. So. You didn't know. That was that? Did, did it make you nervous? No, maybe if you told me before, I was gonna be nervous. But ah, so it was a good thing that I you didn't know. Yeah. Mm, you did so good. You did very good. You yeah, were you were very energetic. It was really nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Look, you. She looked great on camera. Yes. I told her if I ever have a TV uh, on a TV show, she would be. She would play the mom. <laughs> oh, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. You're gonna kill her. Mm, and how is it? Did you get? Uh, Friends, family, see it? Anyone say anything nice to you? Yeah, my friends saw it. And then some random people, li- like from my apartment, from the building. Random people you don't know? Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, they. I know them, but not friend or something. Like neighbors? Neighbors, yeah. Uh-huh. What are and they from saying? People from rental office. They say, you were on TV, I saw you, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then you're like, of course I was on TV. That's, <laughs> that's part of my journey. I'm a, uh, yeah, <laughs> and then uh, they ask about you. No, I no, say, no. Ah, yeah, that's my son. That's why I'm on TV. Oh, no, mm. no that's, I, don't, I don't believe that. I think I'm on TV because of you. Um, so that, that's good. And then do you uh, did you uh, just like the whole thing, enjoyed it? You thought it was good, um, uh, a good... Uh, I love the report. It was really good. Mm. Wow. I love it. You did, huh? Yeah, the details, your pictures, the report that he made. He made. He, he did, did an amazing job. job. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's what Cal- uh, Kelsey told me. It's the best portrayal uh, I have out there now. Yeah, he did a from good job. the beginning he, he to the end. He I did love it very it. thoughtful, so uh, yeah. that was very enjoyable. Um, oh, and uh, you, you're you're going to be the voice of uh, Minnesota Fringe, Fringe Festival. Festival, yeah. Look at you, you're surpassing me now. You're <laughs> <awareness>. <laughs> huh? You know. <laughs> <laughs> How did that feel? You record. You actually are the voice for this year, so you pre-recorded some of the introduction segments and stuff like that. How how did that feel? Did that feel weird? During the record? Mm-hmm. The actual recording? Mm, I was expecting it's going to be easier than that, but yeah. you helped me with that, and she was so patient down. She, mm. I really love that lady. She's amazing. Da- She's Don knowledgeable, mm-hmm. so friendly, mm-hmm. down to earth. She's so humble. Mm-hmm. So and that's Don Bentley, uh, the director yeah. of The Fringe, who we're going to have soon on our podcast as well. 
Uh, yeah, you did a good job. Welcome to Hollywood. Thank you. <laughs> It's harder than <laughs> it looks. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you actually you you got paid for it, so you're a paid artist now. Look mm. at you. Wow! It took nice. me it took me I think five years to like <laughs> have my first pay. I, yeah. So you're you're doing better than me, huh? So soon enough, lucky. when you start doing comedy, make sure you let me open for you. Mm, okay. I will. <laughs> <laughs> uh, without further ado, we have a very very special guest. Welcome back, Zenat. Am I saying that right? Yeah. I guess I am. Welcome back. How does it feel to be back? Do you miss good, us? Great. <laughs> yep, I did miss you guys. <laughs> <laughs> It's good to be back, and thank you for having me again. Thank you, thank yeah. you. And and we'll start like real simple. Um, uh, just tell us a little bit about how long you've been in Minnesota, and when did you get here? Like, what was the timeline and stuff like that? Yep. Uh, so I've been here in the U.S. for the last six years. Wow. Uh, since 2013. Fresh. Um, yeah. <laughs> It feels like six days, but <laughs> things, if you things do too so many quick, things right? in the <laughs> middle, I think it feels like time runs so fast. Yeah. I think they have a different time clock here. Oh, like yeah. Things go fast, yeah. which yeah. we could never explain. A lot of people say that. Right. right. I don't know. Yeah, you I get feel the same way. Overseas, yeah. you get bored because yeah. time, you know, when you have, you know. Slow, long it, yeah. time. When you take the credit system out of people's life. Things go slower. I feel like, <laughs> you know, I, like I, no bills, no. Mm -hmm. I think yeah. maybe it's you know too much internet spending. You know the time that you spend on the internet that makes Fair. things go fast. Fair, because you But don't you don't have a, a lot of wandering time. You always can look at your phone and kill time. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. But it's a it's a balance, I think, because mm. uh, there you have more time to visit family. You have mm -hmm. visit. You have time to do more things than it is here. Here That's it's right. like morning and next thing you know is it's already night time that's how it goes and it's <laughs> it makes you look at things in perspective like my life is also going this fast yeah you know yeah. but scary. yeah six years six like years and what what time of the month did you come here during the summer during spring what when, what, what was the the, um, the the weather like when you got here um so we arrived here on January 2nd of oh, 2013. Oh, what a good time to be in Minnesota. A very wintry time. Very It's beautiful. No sun, all yeah. winter. Yeah, I think it was the hardest <laughs> winter at that time. Oh, 2013 yeah. and 14 was the hardest. Wow. So How long did, uh, did it take for you to regret that you uh, were in Minnesota? <laughs> we didn't regret. We know that we couldn't go back because we couldn't aff afford the ticket. So. Wow. We knew that we're stuck for life. But wow. <laughs> so you basically took what you could of, of your resources to make yeah. it here yeah. to Minnesota. It's a one-way flight. And it was a one-way thing. And I'm going to take it. You had someone to support you at that time period, right? We had a friend. My husband knew someone mm -hmm. um, who, whom he went with her in high mm -hmm. school back then. So he communicated with her that we won the DV lottery. So we're coming in. Um, and then she said, you can come over, but I'm going back to Ethiopia you know, in a four day time period. So mm -hmm. that's how long I can stay because she's been, she's been here for eight years and she hadn't gotten back. So you've been here, uh, you, you came uh, to, to the U.S. with an DV? Yeah, lottery? it's a DV lottery. It's a lottery system, right? Oh. So explain that process to people that are not familiar with that. Yeah, so it's, um, it's basically like through a quota that they uh, open it for a month for people to apply. Uh -huh. You apply it and it's like a lottery. So, randomly you get selected to win but then you get vetted you go through a process medical process or 
police, you so, know, fingerprinting and, and, and all. And, and there are a section of the population that think uh, that it's like, oh, you're a lottery and whoever comes, but that's not the reality. That's that not exists. the reality. You get really vetted, right? You they get do really interviews. Vetted. They do everything a refugee or an asylum has to do to get here. Exactly. Right? Exactly. How long was that process itself? It took us a year. Because you have to wait for a second paper to come. It may mm -hmm. not come. Mm -hmm. It could fail at any point. So mm -hmm. we had to do, you know, all those. And it's not necessarily guaranteed, the, the DB no. process. And you have to pay a lot of money to get into mm -hmm. the embassy mm -hmm. um, and then be interviewed because you could fail at that point. You never um. know what you might be asked. Mm -hmm. But usually it works out unless people are, you know, making up stories, mm -hmm. pretending mm -hmm. to be married mm -hmm. to someone, you know, mm -hmm. those yeah, kind of yeah, things yeah. happen. So. So even though it's a lottery, there's still like a vetted lottery. It's and a I long think it doesn't exist anymore, right? The lottery, they took it off, didn't they? No, no, for Yemen. They not took it off specifically for exist. Yemen. Yeah. 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 Okay. Ethiopia is still eligible, so, and not yeah. all countries are um, like that. But, but I, I wanted, again, I filled it out for my Did sister. You? And then she. Recently? Yeah. Can, oh you, feel, it. can you feel for my sister? Yeah, every, a, lot of, <laughs> a lot of people ask me, I'm like, get in line. And I feel like you yeah, got the lucky hand. Yeah. I mean, it's. It's a chance. I have nothing to do with it. But yeah. Uh, but yeah. I, keep, you have to keep I fill it out with good intentions. Oh, my God. Come, we should do know? that for Rayon. We did. But that we still waiting. See, we a did lot of people. Every time. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Well, so uh, her um, uh, nephew, my cousin, Rayon, lives in Ethiopia still. Okay. So we're trying to get him out there, too. Mm -hmm. So if you are free and you, yeah. you have a pen, please. <laughs> Just wait until October. <laughs> That's, I think, the time when you have to fill it out. It's only one month yeah. that you were given to fill out that. And then... Yeah, you just wait your chance and check in May and do it again. Okay, yeah. so now now you get to Minnesota. Yeah. Uh, four days later, they leave, and three months you are there with no guide, right? Yeah. And what are we doing in these three months? So that those three months, uh, my husband and my son and myself pregnant, very pregnant, seven mm -hmm. and a half months. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, Great so time for that kid. Yeah, I mean it's um it, you can't go outside mm -hmm. that much because it's a very what, cold winter. Winter? January, January, like January. Oh. It was very, so cold. it's very cold, very mm. abandoned space. That's how I thought of it mm. when I came in from mm. the, you know, airport. It's like it's so scary. I mean, mm -hmm. um, like, this is a lottery. What? This is what you win when you win a lottery. Yeah, like it didn't <laughs> feel Frozen like it didn't because you have to um, leave your job there. You have to sell yeah. all of your properties. Um, you what was your job again? Uh, I was a legal legal assistant in okay, a government office. Back okay. You had a there. decent life in Ethiopia. Oh uh, yeah, good. Yeah. Where, which part of Ethiopia? Addis Ababa. I, I was born and raised there. Uh -huh. uh, but my husband, he's from Asala, you know, another regional know. part of yeah. yeah. So, but but we made um, at the university when we were studying. Mm. He did. He was studying computer science, and I was yeah. studying mm -hmm. law. So um, we were both working in Addis. Okay. So we came from there after we got married. That's where we came from. So we've been here. So my husband started looking for a job. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. As soon as he gets here. Yeah, he yeah. gets here and. Mm -hmm. um, it's funny because it's different. Um, he would. Uh, we bought a, a phone, a smartphone from mm -hmm. Craigslist, mm -hmm. and he would look out, apply for jobs, and go out and interview. Mm -hmm. And this is where the funniest moments that happen is that, or you could say does, the saddest moment is Sometimes that he would. Both of them he are, would just yeah. yeah. He would just put on um, you know normal suits in mm. winter for interview because mm. mm. we didn't have any guy. I mean. You, he wasn't prepared for it. He wasn't that much, but we, we weren't prepared. have a jacket. Yeah. 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 Oh. Who put on, and he would, like, from Minneapolis. It was a Minneapolis apartment mm -hmm. then, and he would fill out and uh, the address. He put on the address on GPS, mm -hmm. and it would be in Minnetonka. 
Um, mm. So at one point, he, he missed this um, bus. It mm. could only come once in a, I don't know, 30 minutes. You can't mm. wait outside. Mm. And he got back and... And he cried because it was oh burning, man. like because oh. the hands yeah, and all yeah, that that experience. Because mm. we never had a snow back yeah. home, we mm. never had this extreme yeah. weather. Yeah. Um, and one time he fell, and the only thing he was worried about was um, people. Did people watch me? He wasn't worried <laughs> about like who yeah. watched me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, of I crowd once in yeah. oh. the corner. I was, but I was watching everybody just walking. Why me? I, I nobody's I helping me. <laughs> I know. I was like nobody trying to help you. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. From that point on, um, you know, um, he was interviewing and doing mm -hmm. that kind of mm -hmm. stuff. So, um, but he he got a job quickly How in quickly? February. In February. Oh, like so after and where, yeah. where was wow. it? Wow. And he was um, a software. He was a web developer back wow, home. So good. he wasn't. Uh, he didn't have a lot of trouble, but he had to interview a lot. But he he got mm -hmm. a job. He he got a very decent job at, at that within point. his field. Within That's his field, it so doesn't happen often. It doesn't happen. And he was telling people like, you know, I got hired. You don't even you don't have reference and stuff like that. Yeah, you don't. And your wow, degrees from out of so a different country. He, yeah, that's yeah. A, a lot of people say he's very lucky, and, yeah. and because he was telling like. I got hired. Oh, maybe he's really good at what he does, and that translates with an interview, probably. He yeah. is, mm. and the company that he used to work with had some connections in New York, mm. uh -huh. so like it was more of an outsourcing company. So okay. he he didn't have trouble explaining, yeah. you know, what yeah. he does, like uh, at least in terms of his experience. Good, good. So he got that job, and he was telling people like, oh, you know, per hour I get paid forty dollar. Uh, and then people would say, "Are you sure it's not Ethiopian currency or is it <laughs> Ethiopian dollar?" And you say, yeah, "That's fine." Yeah, so so that helped us get on our Good. feet, oh, renting nice. our own apartment, yeah. and having my second child. Mm. Wow. Um, and for, from that point on, that's when I started. Okay, and then I got back to school. Mm. Yeah, for law. Um, so I decided to go a different route here. Mm. I went to technology field. Mm. So Why? I studied. I don't know. I've always wanted to be. Maybe probably inspired by him because he always writes code, and I'm like, mm, I want to write that poem because it looks <laughs> like a poem. The quotes that he writes, um, and uh, so uh, after I had my daughter, I got into community college okay. again. I know cool. this one, St. Paul College. Um, I remember when I went there to take my acupressure test. Mm -hmm. um, I had my daughter because I was nursing mm -hmm. her, and I told the test administrator that uh, because I'm only nursing, uh, I'm going to be out during the exam because uh -huh. that's the only food that the baby has mm -hmm. so yeah so and there was my friend who helped me help her uh, and we didn't know a lot of people so mm -hmm. um, so I, was, I did that and I got placed to my major so mm -hmm. I started that and completed in two years okay. before wow. I transferred to Metro State University again wow. For my bachelor's degree. There you go. It sounds like uh, oh. you you kind of had a smooth transition coming in to America and and and, and playing your foot and going from there. What would you say was the toughest part? Um, the process of leaving Ethiopia to come here, or mm -hmm. or adapting as you got here? And what were these top things for you? Yeah, I think I would say leaving wasn't that hard. Mm -hmm. I guess you know usually. When you're young and you're looking for new opportunities, it's uh, easier, uh, right? Uh, excitement. 
so that wasn't very hard. Mm-hmm. It was more of excitement and looking for new opportunities. But mm-hmm. when you come here, you don't get to do what you do, mm-hmm. at least because I used to travel to different places through my work back home mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. different countries, mm-hmm. and, and I don't get to use that. And I was okay. I adapt well, so I was fine with that. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people get, you know, when things, when they don't find things the way they should be, th- mm-hmm. things uh-huh. don't work out that they imagine, maybe that doesn't work well for them, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, but ours was okay, but but it has its own struggles, you know. Mm-hmm. Going to school while having a child is not oh, easy. It's tough. You know, yeah. it's always tough. It's always I have to wait for my husband <coughs> to come in to go to classes mm-hmm. um, and to study. And I remember one time, it's, it's hard because my second child, she doesn't sleep at night. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like I stay up all night until, you know, the, f- the morning prayer because that's when she sleeps. So mm. I study, I do my homework. And Which is different than back home. It you is. always have <coughs> somebody. You help. always have somebody to help you, you know. Yeah. And, and I had my kids throw C-section because they end up being so big. Mm. Um, 11 pounds all the time. Wow. I know. <laughs> and doctors get surprised. Um, it's hard, like that process of healing when you don't have help. Because my husband has to go back to work. It's a new job. It's a new country. It's a new weather experience. Yeah. So... After I got back from the hospital, I didn't have anybody mm. for the entire time except the few people that would know. Feel? How was your feeling? Um, I just had to get up and cook food for my son because oh. he's young too. He's three years old and mm. I have my C-section and I have a, mm. a not a sleeping mm. baby. It's almost like there's not even space to feel. To feel. So You're just going like to yeah. keep moving. Exactly. And there's one time where I had one Ethiopian in that building. There's only one Ethiopian. Mm. In where were you? Uh, it was in St. Paul, St. Lexington. Okay. Uh, her name is Tras. She's um, She was my only neighbor and she always feels sorry for me. She doesn't have a kid but she has a, a job at during nighttime where mm-hmm. she had to sleep during the day and go at night so she comes um and try to give me food or have you eaten like she would worry about me mm-hmm. and i'm like always on my feet like you never rest and you know mm-hmm. you never take care of yourself and i'm yeah and one time um because it's in front of our mm-hmm. apartment i thought i was knocking at her door but i was actually knocking at my own door from <laughs> inside because I didn't sleep. Oh, oh, wow. Like, why isn't she wow. opening? And I'm like, and I got awake. I know because, and then when she heard that, she, I was <coughs> laughing and telling her, she's like, "That's sad. Don't laugh. You need to rest." <laughs> you seem to have a good. Uh, I think we, us three, will have this in common. The sense of humor is a good way to cope with <laughs> hard times. <laughs> yeah. So you're seeing the so. funny in it as you as it as, yeah, it's as I was telling her. And uh, so you're you're going delirious from not sleeping for mm-hmm. God knows for how long. Yep. How long? Have, uh, how long would you say there's like a sleepless period while having that new kid? You know, it's continuous, I think, and the baby's never pattern changes, you know. Sleep. Yeah, you never get enough sleep. I asked my sister recently, I was like, well, do you guys sleep? She goes, I haven't slept since 2016. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> she got her baby, her first yeah. baby. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and then through that, I, I was in a school. Um, and then, so walk me through, now I'm assuming things are different now. You have yeah. a network of friends, and sure. so that's yeah. your first friend in that building, right? When do you feel like okay? I've now I have a healthy circle, have uh, you know the emotional support. I have uh, the space to feel and process things. When yeah. when how long does that take? And when do you feel you got there? Um, after a certain point, you know, um, uh, we we may sometimes you know you don't have to know a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the one person can be a lot of 
Help, you know, help. So we had this friend that we made. His name is Habib. He's very um, good. He introduced us to his family. Mm -hmm. So he always, um, you know, even if my husband can't make it, he always takes me to my checkup, you Mm -hmm. know, before I had my baby. And his mom used to say, oh, bring her after her checkup. And then I would go, I would sleep, Mm -hmm. the nicest sleep, like, you know, rested. And so we got a network of people through that, you know, Mm -hmm. through him, through his family. Um, So... Uh, we've been fortunate meeting uh, good people. So after that, yeah. Sweet. Good people attract good people. That's a yeah. thing. You, yeah. you seem just from uh, talking to you briefly, you yeah. have a very positive, uh, optimistic vibe too. And I see how you can attract uh, very good people in your life. Okay. Uh, Mom, do you have a question for her? Yeah. You, be, you say you've been traveling from uh, since you were in Ethiopia. Yeah. Were you traveling out of Ethiopia or in? Yeah, for work. Oh. For work. Um, I worked in um, an investment office as a legal advisor there. Mm-hmm. So we used to go, oh, I used to go, you know, to um, South Africa, Qatar, different places for oh. work, workshops mm-hmm. or conferences and stuff. Yeah. So traveling wasn't completely new for you. So you have. It wasn't. Yeah, it it was like for a short period of time Mm -hmm. where it was just fun for 15 to or one week and you come back with new stuff for your family. Uh, That's fun. How old are you when you first traveled outside of Ethiopia? In 2007 when I was at the university, I I, I went to Jima University. I'm Mm -hmm. sure you know. Oh, I have a friend from Jima. Uh, Yeah. yeah, um, I got chosen to uh, represent the university for a competition Mm. in law school. So I went to Dakar. That was the first time I got out of the country. Mm. Dakar, Senegal. Wow. Yeah. So and and what 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 was the competition? It was like a like a, a public like speaking. A group of people would come, f- uh, like low students from mm. every African countries, and mm. then they would have a case like a simulated kind of case. It was called a moot court competition. Wow, where you have um, get to become a respondent and defendant, you know. And then and you, you must you, be, you must have been amazing at that to to be. I to was okay yeah. to be picked like, to be and picked. Then how, how many people, <laughs> out of how um, how many people were you picked? Would you say it was a lot? I mean, the the the, the opportunity was open for mm-hmm. low low school at that point, mm. uh, and people had to submit writing papers wow. to make their cases and being able to orally do that. And I'm not a public person, but yeah. I don't know how I could. Yeah, <laughs> how about your mom and dad? Maybe they have my influence. M- my mom and dad are very, very strong, um, hardworking people. Mm. What do they do? My mom, she's an accountant, and my dad, is he's a banker. He's always been a controller, yeah. you know, like a very hardworking mm-hmm. um businessman like who works in the bank and yeah he never missed a work he never gets late not even when um you know there's a some kind of political unrest and there's shooting in my mom say can't you stay home today no i have to go and he would still go and okay so uh, let's explore that a little Uh, more (laughs) you can't just casually mention (laughs) shootings uh where are you and uh so this is in adis and there's political unrest and there are shootings when was this happening uh it was you know during Elections, there's always trouble, mm. you know. Mm, okay. um, and, and most of the time we were either at campus in Jimma, which is a different region mm-hmm. where you have to go if you're assigned to mm-hmm. study at a certain campus, you have to mm-hmm. go there. That's how it works back home. And um, there would be always political unrest. You know, people would protest mm-hmm. and, and and that's not allowed, you know, mm-hmm. under that regime. So mm-hmm. yeah, people get, Shot you would hear ass. shots and... I remember uh, living in Addis, mm-hmm. the army were the scariest people. And the, mm-hmm. like, you just don't even look at them. 
you don't I, don't I don't know if that was what I was taught but I was just like they just seem very like they don't really talk to you but you just when you see one you just uh, you look away and walk out yeah. very intimidating it, people, it's yeah. different than here here you feel secu- secure by sure you know sure. Seeing yeah. around <laughs> Depends but on there you. even in Yemen or in Ethiopia you are scared you know in Yemen uh, I'm not really because they're like they can be bought in Yemen you know they can like, be you know yeah. if you have <laughs> if you have 500 real you can slap a cop and like, here's, here's, some, here's some change yeah. um but uh, in Ethiopia, it's very intimidating. And in, in America is, uh, depends on who, I guess, who. You can't can even look intimidating. at them. I mean, when you when no. when a government official has to yeah. go to an airport, um, you know, they would, well, you have to move out. Move yeah. out. You're uh, not even yeah. a citizen, you know. Yeah. You, you have to step away from the mm-hmm. streets. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. But it's like, it's weird because uh, Adisa, from my experience, was a fairly safe place. You know, people mm-hmm. were very civil and, and sure. they got along weirdly cool. I like, uh, I've always appreciated how. Muslims and Christians got along in Ethiopia. True. They celebrate each other's holidays, mm-hmm. and, and it was very wonderful. So, yeah. not I used mm-hmm. to be right now, right? Hmm? Uh, not I used to be. Used to be like. Used that. to be like yeah. that. Now is it, it now is like that. No, I like that. It's yeah, it's changing. Yeah, mm. yeah. it's a conflict now. Like everywhere in the world. Yeah, mm. there is conflict. What, mm. What's the uh, what? What is the birth of the new um, the sh- the changing culture? What's going on? Um, people from Saudi Arabia, they trying to teach Islam there, mm. and they teach in the Muslim, so they become oh. extreme and then radical, different. The ra- radicalize in the Muslims that are right. in Ethiopia. Oh, yeah. that's crazy! It's kind of like the Brotherhood stuff yeah. of how it changed the uh, the Middle East completely. You know, like if you look in Somalia in the eighties or Yemen in the eighties, you see pictures of people. Dance and disco, afros is very like <laughs> lenient, liberal, mm-hmm. and then the brother brotherhood just sh- completely changed. Um, Plus nine eleven, of course. Yeah, uh, well, we're gonna wrap up soon, but before we do, I want to give you uh, uh, the space to, to, if you were, you know, you have the platform here. Uh, if you want to tell the world um, anything, what would it be? Hmm. There's a lot of things. There's uh, a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I would say no war. No, no war, war uh-huh. you know, uh, no conflict. Everybody, you know, they could just everybody could get along and, yeah. Let me rephrase the question. Yeah. What have you learned from your personal life, from your personal journey of uh, immigrating and, and and all that good stuff uh, yeah. that you would love to share with people? Because I feel like, and in, in specifically in these times, yeah, there's a lot of you know. Uh, uh, there's a there's a gap, and we need to kind of yeah m- yeah bridge it. Of course, it's been six years since I've been here, but mm-hmm. it feels like six days because mm-hmm. a lot of things happened. Mm-hmm. I have three kids now, you know, through you know while going to school. Wow! And you know, I just graduated with my bachelor um, last December, Congrats. and I work full time now at Hennepin County, wow. um, where I could be, you know, serving the residents and the mm-hmm. community. Um, where I and and also in a field where I want to work um so um I would say it's easier to give excuses for yourself not you know Mm -hmm. saying that I have kids or you know it's not the perfect time it was never the perfect time I always Mm -hmm. tell my husband that if you want to do something you have to do it now Mm -hmm. don't save anything for tomorrow Mm -hmm. um and just you work with with the circumstances because nothing is given to me you Mm -hmm. know when it comes to childcare or uh balancing your time uh, 
just want to be a good role model for my kids mm-hmm. that, you know, through this. And, and there are people who said that we couldn't find excuse. Looking at you, we can't find excuse. So we went back to school. And it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be school. It could be any passion that you whatever have. Whatever it is that you need Whatever to it is that you wanted to do. Wow. Um, I just want to say that. That's beautiful because yeah, I, 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 I hear that a lot. And like, sometimes there'd be another comedian who's like, oh, yeah. That's kind of like, oh, yeah, you're single, you know, that's, or whatever it is. You know, it's like, no, it's because I, I work hard, you know. Mm-hmm. And, they, and then they accuse themselves for like, exactly. oh, I have, I have a kid. You know, it's like, he's 22, man. He's doing all right. You, you, got, you got time. You, you, can, you, can, you can achieve anything you exactly. need to achieve. He's got to put in the work. Yeah. That's great thing to say and mom do you want to add anything question no you should be, yeah i'm um, just want to tell you you could be a role model not just for your kids for other ethiopian or other thank you Mona. women's too thank yeah. you so much that means a lot i'm so proud of you thank you mm. oh what a beautiful moment this is maybe we'll have our own podcast all right well this was a great episode you guys can catch uh Zenith and mona's new podcast starting tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it is a pleasure to have you here. Thank I feel you. like we barely uh, scratched the surface with uh, this episode, and we definitely need to bring you back in. I would love uh, that. And do this again. Thank yeah. you so much for being here. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. I remember one time we ordered pizza because I saw it on a TV commercial because I craved it because I was pregnant. (laughs) And then we ordered Domino's pizza. Wow. And it came and we had no idea that they don't carry cash because that's all we had because we don't have credit card. Mm -hmm. We don't have that system back home. Mm -hmm. And you couldn't bring it anyway. It's not going to work here. So Mm -hmm. we had that. um, We ordered it and it came and we had a hundred bucks that we Oh. So we when we this paid, is a hundred bucks you brought from Ethiopia. No, we had oh, a couple of cash <laughs> <laughs> from selling. It's like, man, but this is like a movie. our fridge should cost something yeah. better. There you go, <laughs> three dollar. And then, and then did they sell it to you? Yeah, and and we converted the money that's into dollars and No, did they sell you the pizza? The pizza. That's the story I was yeah. going to say that we we were gonna pay them, but they said you're not gonna get any. Uh, change back because we don't carry any, anything more than twenty dollars. Oh, no. So he got back uh, to ask for neighbors. My husband and he knocked at the door in mm-hmm. front of us, mm-hmm. and she only speaks Spanish. Mm-hmm. So he knocked the door and he's asking her. The, the funny part is he was asking her in Ethiopian currency. He's asking her, "Do you have a change for a hundred bur?" Instead oh. of saying dollar, and I mm-hmm. kept telling him, "Don't say bur, say dollar." Uh-huh. He keeps saying bur, so <laughs> she couldn't funny. understand. <laughs> he could. He even offered like, "Take the hundred bucks and give me twenty dollar, and uh-huh. I can, you know, like the yeah. Ethiopian way of." Yeah neighborly cooperation i guess yeah, but she was confused she it, thought she thought it was a robbery probably. yeah because it's kind of scary like you wave money and you don't understand what you're saying and the pizza person uh got back mm-hmm. and i was seeing him because there was a tv monitoring thing mm-hmm. in the apartment he got back and i cried because mm-hmm. i couldn't have the pizza because we oh, couldn't, took, took <laughs> we couldn't man, pay that's a lot that's a lot of work for Domino's, man Domino's is not worth anybody's tears to be honest with you <laughs> That's where you learn year two of uh, being in America. You you love Domino's for a long time. I love pizza in general. You love pizza. You're a pizza person. Yeah.